Good evening and welcome to Guys Guys Radio. This is your host, Robert Manning, sometimes known as your Guys Guy, welcoming you to the show. It is Wednesday, October 7th. We've got a fantastic show for you. I'm wondering how many of you have ever heard about or worked with a channeler or a psychic or a medium. We've got one of the top mediums and channelers in the world, Hans Christian King, has been so kind to join us this evening. We're going to bring him on in a few moments, and we're going to talk about the channeling process, uh, people's underlying uh, abilities to be able to uh, attach into it, it, tap into their intuition, and also uh, possibility of talking to folks who are on the other side and just being open to the capabilities that we all have inside that a lot of us haven't uh, developed yet. So uh, really interested in that. And then we're going to take some phone calls. If you care to give us a call with one question for Hans at 347-945-5834. That's 347-945-5834. And you know that the Guys Guys Radio is the place where men and women can be at their best and everyone wins. It all started with my novel, The Guy's Guy's Guide to Love, which is about two guys in advertising competing for love, sex, power, and money in New York City. And from there, uh, because of the name of the book, uh, we started to get some traction in the relationships world, and we developed Guy's Guy's Radio. And from there, um, I started to expand the envelope and get beyond just dating and relationship stuff and getting to the bigger relationships, which is human relationships. And that's really helped the show blossom. Uh, we've done, this is our 153rd show, weekly show. We're usually on uh, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Uh, we're also Eastern time. We're also, all the shows are available on Blog Talk Radio or iTunes. You can catch me online uh, at Facebook, Robert Manny Author, Twitter at Robert Manny, YouTube, Robert Manny Author, lots of videos and stuff there. And my website is robertmanny.com where I do a weekly blog and there's a lot of, a lot of other information on there. Uh, and we've got lots of videos and stuff like that. And we've done over 250, I believe, uh, blogs so far. So I'm working on one for this week. And uh, really enjoying the work. And it's interesting that we have Hans on here who, at a very early age, uh, kind of got the light, if you will, uh, about what he should be doing with his life through channeled channeling from guides from beyond. So we're going to have Hans come on. He's going to talk to us about what that process is like and what each of us can get out of tapping into our own psychic abilities to help uh, in our day-to-day lives. But more importantly, one of the things I really love about what I've listened to and read about Hans is that it's all about serving spirit and God. And I think that's a really, that's really what it's all about. Um, real quick, just uh, what's going on right now. Well, here in New York City, uh, the weather's been, uh, we, had to, we had the storm Joaquin last week. I was down in my beach place down the Jersey Shore. It was 50 mile an hour winds. Um, just to show you how things work, I actually asked Spirit for guidance uh, because I had water coming into my place. I had my water heater go and, you know, somehow I, a calm came over me and things ultimately worked out. I found the right person to, to help me do some repairs. I made a good connection with the plumbing company. Um, I'll have to pay for it, of course, but I caught everything at the right time and all at once. So that uh, what turned out to be 
X amount of money, could have been Y amount of money, it could have been a lot more. So it all works. And, you know, it, it really, it really is special when you can start tapping into spirit. I'm just going to leave the other comments about what's going on in the world today and all that and talk about talking with spirit because I've been working hard for the past, I don't know, about 20 years when I started studying Reiki, I just stumbled upon something about Reiki and I just took a course and I got Reiki one. And then a couple of years later, Reiki two and a couple of years later, Reiki three. Then I studied hypnosis, went all the way up to the advanced clinical master hypnotist level. Then I took the Jose Silva classes and just all during my spare time, my work was in marketing and advertising and here in New York City, high pressure job, but I made sure I want to develop my other side. And since my novel came out, um, things have happened career wise, which has kind of catapulted me into the position where I'm working very hard to build the guys, guys brand through uh movie script. I have uh, non, non, non-scripted TV, scripted TV, my blog guys, guys, radio and other things. But I keep asking spirit for guidance because when you start to go it alone, sometimes it's like, why am I doing this? Or the negative chatter can take over. And I think Hans will be able to help us with that also. And then the last thing is, uh, last couple of weeks, I took uh, a uh, Kundalini Reiki uh, attunement course and Gold Reiki. And I've been starting to incorporate that into my uh, repertoire tools, if you will. And, And I've really been working hard at keeping my heart open because I think that's the key to everything, opening your heart. And for me, it's been the toughest thing because I've worked in a competitive world. I'm kind of defensive kind of personality. I'm not aggressive with people, but I do uh, don't like people getting in, into my space. Um, so we all have our challenges. And I think a guy like Hans can really help at, at our audience because, you know, in today's world, it's really hyper-competitive and there's a lot of challenges we deal with. And it's very easy to make the wrong decision or to just react to life. And one of the quotes I really liked about Hans, he said, most people um, you know, live, live their life as a reaction to life instead of really living it. So let me introduce my guest, uh, Hans Christian King. And I want to give you the full drum roll on this. He's a true modern day mystic. He's a direct voice medium and metaphysics expert specializing in channeling and spirit communication. His ability to communicate with spirit realm and work in partnership with his guidance has helped him with more than 60,000 clients in private readings over the last 55 years. He's got a rare ability to bridge the gap between the physical and the spiritual worlds. He literally walks in both worlds. He does a lot of teaching. He has online uh, hansking.com. We'll get into that later. He teaches intuitive development classes, and he travels all over the world. And what's really interesting is I had been uh, reaching out, uh, expanding my guest list, and I reached out to one of the top because I really like working with a lot of the authors I've worked with and a lot of people in the metaphysical spiritual area. And I've met some fabulous people. It's like I'm getting a free education. It's really helped me as an individual. It's also helped me get their word out to my audience and and while I grow my audience. Um, but I was reaching out to somebody who considers themselves, quote unquote, the number one psychic in the U.S. And I, it was kind of getting delayed and I, I, didn't, I didn't feel like groveling or following up anymore. So I just let it go. And then Hans's office contacted me and I, I looked into it, who he was because he doesn't advertise or anything. And I was like, wow, this guy's been doing this for over 50 years. And I've worked with Paul Selig. I've taken some of his classes and 
you don't know him, he wrote I Am the Word, and he's getting a lot of press now about his books from channeling. So I have, and I've taken some seminars, so I have some good experience with that. But Hans has been doing this for 50 years. So again, we're going to have time for some calls, 347-945-5834, one question, 347-945-5834. But let me bring Hans on right now. And here we go. Hi, this is Hans. Hello, Hans. Uh, we gave you a great introduction, by the way. I won't, I won't go Thank through the you. whole thing again. But one of the things I was talking about is, um, and we have already have a couple of callers backed up, but that's okay. I talked to them, and they're happy to wait. And first of all, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, having some familiarity with uh, your, your work and the type of work you do, I did some work with Paul Selig and attended a couple of his seminars mm-hmm. and um, really got a lot out of it. And I, I understand the concept of uh, channeling and working with the other side. And I've been, I've been trying very hard myself to, uh, I've you know studied Reiki. I'm a Reiki master teacher. I just took oh, uh, Kundalini great. and Gold Reiki. I'm an advanced clinical master hypnotist. And I've really done a lot of work over the past 10, 15 years or so. So that just, I've been kind of, you know, my, my business career has been kind of hardcore business in the advertising mm-hmm. world, a lot of it with beverage alcohol and stuff. And um, I've got the kind of the calling to start to do this other stuff. And then my novel came out and um, it's been it's called The Guy's Guy's Guide to Love. And from there, I started to build Guy's Guy's Radio, do a movie adaptation. Uh, I've got the script out right now and et cetera, et cetera. But I've been asking myself, uh, how, how do I know I'm on the right track? How do I how can I get answers? How can I learn to trust myself? And you talk so much about that. On, on your website and in your interviews. And a couple of things happened to me today. Some very small things, some big things. One is uh, my son, I was uh, I had a little numbers game with him, a puzzle, and we lost this one number six. And he was very, very upset. And then we went out and I took him back home. And then I said, Spirit, tell me where that number six is. And I, I turned my head and it was right in front of my eyes. And I know I had looked there before mm-hmm. and it wasn't there. And it was right that is, there. That's called a happens it seems to be happening all the time i asked for help i was really kind of down the dumps the last couple of days and um all of a sudden a bunch of opportunities cropped up i had been reaching out to a top uh person in your field uh and i was first time the first guest i couldn't lasso and i was like i'm not going to grovel i'm not going to chase him around hello 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 and these things can you hear me hans Yes, I can hear you. Yes. And there's the, so many of these things keep ha- happening. How, first of all, please tell our audience kind of, I know you got your gift at three years old. Tell us a little bit about, you know, how you got your gift, how how you kind of got your arms around it, and then the importance of uh, doing whatever we can to enhance our abilities to work with spirit. Well, thank you very much, Guy, for having me on. Uh, Indeed, I did start at three, and what happened for me was I never, I'm I'm going to say, I never acquired it. It was something that I always had. I didn't know that I was different. So for me, I grew up up in that awareness. It wasn't something that sprung on me when I was 12, 10, or 35. I always was that way. Now, I'm not saying that was an easy thing because it wasn't. But for me, I always saw the spirit. I always talked to those on the other side. There was never a time I did not. And like you, I would ask them for certain things, and those things would show up. 
And it it was always amazing to me that other people would say, well, uh, why can't I do that? And I couldn't tell them why mm-hmm. because I didn't know. I certainly wasn't better than anybody else. I just had this, now I, my, a gift. I had the gift. And a lot of people, I, you actually do have the gift. You were born with what we call gifts of the spirit. And you you had asked a question earlier about when would you know if you're on the right path? And I would say to you, when you stop searching. Mm-hmm. Because you should have a quiet knowing in yourself that you are indeed on the right path. And you are on the right path, actually. So, oh, thank you. With, with this uh, Guy's Guy brand? Yeah, I think, well, yes. But this is but a stepping stone. Okay. It's really important now because no... No wonderful adventure can start from a from an empty place. So this is your 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 foundation that you're creating right now. And then it'll go to your movie, it'll go to other books, it'll go to a television show eventually, I'm saying. So it 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 you're opening up to this whole realm. Old souls and you are an old soul. I'm an old soul. Old souls have one primary lesson, and that is self-esteem or the value of their own soul. So they always question themselves. Am I on the right path? Am I doing the right thing? And what I can say to you now is, of course you are, or you wouldn't actually be doing this. And there wouldn't be the doors opening. There wouldn't be the little things happening. And your your, your life wouldn't be going in the direction it's going in now. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, thank you for sharing that. Um, wow. Um, now, when you when you talk to your guides when they come mm-hmm. to you, just just from mm-hmm. a little you know housekeeping standpoint for our for sure, our, sure. For our listeners, because this is guys Ask guys. Ask any radio. question is, you want. I'm fine. Okay. No problem. This is Robert Manny. It's guys guys radio, and as I tell our audience, it's the place where when men and women can be at their best, everyone wins. So it's about positivity. It's about mm-hmm. bridging the gap between men and women, and just being better people. And that's really how this brand is is growing. This this movement I'm trying to, I'm working I'm working through. So anyhow, when you when you're in touch with your guides, do they just pop up at uh, at random times, or can you turn them on and off? I mean, how oh, do you, that's how a very do you, good question. Well, I, I, well, I have two relationships here. I have two relationships here. I have one relationship with my guidance and those I love on the other side. That's a constant. And then I have a, a service relationship when I when I, I serve others. And there are two different relationships. Now, if I'm in a room uh, and suddenly I notice that this lady over here may have uh, have some, some problems, she may have lost a relationship, may have lost a mother or something, do I immediately respond to that? And the answer is no. But what I do do is I immediately go to my guidance and said, send her some love, please. Send her some love. So I do that, but if I responded to everything I was sensitive about, I would have been dead years ago. It would, I would have been a basket case. But I do have my own separate relationship with the spirit. And uh, that is something that, like I say, I've had since I was three years old. Now, the, the same, when you talk about spirit, it's a different word, I guess, or a one of the many mm-hmm. words for God, I guess, or God energy. Do you... Uh, communicate with is it the same ones because I was reading about you and said you know you, objects you've gotten spirit come out to you through objects so mm-hmm. do you feel that these are the same 
guides, if you will? Are there different guides? Were they well, I have, ever I earthly incarnated? Right. Okay. I have four guides that I've used now. This is my 61st year of doing work, and I'm, I'm on my 62,000th reading. So how it wow. works for me, how it works for me is that I have my own guides, okay? But my guides or my helpers, my friends, you know, the Bible says God will send his angels to take charge over you, okay? Angel comes out of the Greek translation of the Bible. It means messenger or bearer of information. So you have your guidance. We have our guides, those who watch over us. So when a person comes into my my office for a reading, um, their guides actually arrive with them uh, and work with my guides. So there are many people in one room at one time all trying to help this one person. So I, do, I listen to my guidance and I listen to their guidance at the same time. So for for most, you know, for our listeners, if you will, um, and, and I, even for like myself, I'll I'll ask for my guides, you know, I want to work with you. I want to work with you. And now, very recently, I'm finding that when I ask for help, I'm getting help. I mean, I had problems with that storm Joaquin last week and things mm-hmm. were looking pretty bleak. I was stuck down the Jersey Shore. There were 50 mile an hour winds. I had water coming into my place. I had my water heater go as well as the uh, boiler all at the same time. And I said, I need some help here. And, I, and it all, it's all worked out. I mean, it's going to cost me a couple of bucks, but it, it all worked out. And I, this is only recently. But for most people, I think we want to be in touch with our guides. We want to ask our divine self and the, the Christ itself, if okay, you will, for help. A, here's a problem. Here, here, yeah. here is a problem. There is never a time you are not in contact with your guidance. Ever. Never. Okay. It couldn't be possible. So you don't need to say to them, please come and help me. They already know it. Okay. Now, when you're praying for something, I've also teach, taught people um, that they must, uh, when they pray for something, don't say, I want this or I want that. Please. Say, I would like the experience of the following, please, to my highest good always. And when mm-hmm. you say that, you leave yourself open to all the possibilities of that. Okay? So, okay. again, and that is how things arrive so nicely and so gently for you. But there's That's never fantastic. a time, never a time you are not in touch. You know, I said to Spirit once many years ago, why do you seem so distant from people? And they said, we are never distant. We never leave them. They leave us. And I said, well, why? They said, because it's too hard to hold us in consciousness. It's too painful. A mother, a father, a sister, a brother, a lover, whatever. And why is it painful, so, Hans? Because the memories hurt. Mm-hmm. If you constantly have that person in your mind, it hurts. Because you think they're gone. Oh, okay. okay, I see. Somebody who's passed. Yeah. You think they're mm-hmm. gone. They're not gone. When they asked Christ, well, the other side it was like, he said, so here, so there, so there, so here. Same world, mm-hmm. just on different sides of the veil. Of course, that one's a lot nicer than this one, you know. Yeah. Now, you, you also talk about the, the void that, uh, uh, in my yeah. own kind of words, uh, pre- prevents, gets it, like it, it works as a blockage for people to really be able to actualize their true selves or manifest yeah. By the what the they void can manifest. Is- yeah, yeah what is the void? void? Is a, the void is a harbinger, I believe, of a new beginning. In the void, when you reach the end of a book, what do you do? You close the book. Mm-hmm. In life, when you have reached a certain point in your life, 
the universe says to you, time to shut down now. Time for change. You've been there. Every one of your members have been there. I've been there. And suddenly there comes the strange sense of void, and you begin to see things going away from you. Maybe a job, maybe a partner, who knows? But things tend to... And One lady said to me, once there's more going away from me than coming towards me. I said, you're in the void. And she says, why do you like the void? I said, because it is the announcer of a new beginning. Mm-hmm. The problem is that change is scary because in the human form, we almost always place a dragon in the change. We don't. Right. If, 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 if I, for the other day, I'm doing a reading, or not, I'm doing a lecture, there's hundreds of people in the audience, and I write on a piece of paper, and I said, this is your life, everybody. And I turn it over, and I show them a blank piece of paper. I said, you can have your life or this one. 75% of all people chose their life. Wow. What what has already happened? Hmm. People keep trying to go back to their memories, go back to the way it was. The way it was is gone, never to return again. All the wonder that you have in your life lies in front of you, even though you can't see it. That's what's scary, is that Mm -hmm. you can't see it. So we put a dragon, what if this happened? Have you ever noticed that fear is always about what might happen? Yes. Always. Yeah. There are times mm-hmm. when natural disasters, somebody does something horrible to another person. Yes, there are those incidents. But most of the fear in humanity is about what might happen. Okay? And so the, the English have a wonderful term I love that says you see what you look for, you know. And that's called Perception. And if you look for fear, you will find it. Most people, one of the teachings that we have from the Spirit is people always talk about wanting to be abundant. Well, if you want to be abundant, you can't be. Why? Because you just said to Spirit, I'm not abundant. And we know that energy follows thought. It's like someone coming into my office and say, I want to be successful. I'll look at them and I'll say, well, you can't be. And they'll just look at me and very shocked. Because you just told spirit, I am not successful. And spirit only adds energy to thought. So if you say that that, that you're not successful, you won't be. If you say, Hans, I'm a very successful person in my heart. What do you think I'm going to be doing with my success? Whole other ball game. Mm-hmm. Whole other. Did you ever read a book that you by someone that you highly respected, and somewhere in there they they said, "And I knew I wouldn't be successful." No, mm. they right. knew from day one. Like you know, you don't know what you know, but you know you keep going in the direction, and you know the doors open here, there. But if you go back twenty years from now and you look, you'll see the perfect synchronicity. You're exactly mm-hmm. where you should be in the moment, doing exactly what you should be doing in order to reach a larger audience, that then you'll help people. Great. Well, that's my goal. So that's fantastic. Uh, thank you, Hans. Um, I, I listened to uh, one of your radio interviews recently, and uh, and it's, it's, it comes into uh, good timing because it was uh, you were talking about how there's a lot of uh, forebading of gloom and doom and and you were kind of poo-pooing all of that. And there was so much yes. uh, chatter uh, about the month of September and the Pope visiting and Obama in New York and 
the stock market is going to cra- crash and China is going to, you know, devalue the dollar, uh, mm-hmm. devalue its and all of this, and it's going to, you know, the, the whole thing, a meteor is going to hit the the earth all at right. the same time, like the yes. la- about two weeks ago, basically, and nothing really happened. Nothing. Uh, none of it happened. People would rather hear doom and gloom than good news. <laughs> you, you're old enough to remember. Remember that good news magazine that came out of Denver yeah. probably 10 yep. years ago, 15 years? Mm-hmm. It failed because nobody wanted to hear the good news. That's true. You know what? That's interesting because uh, yeah. my my novel is a very it's a it's a story. It's a guy's guy's guy to love, and it ultimately it's a positive story. And uh, I've been, you know, I've been entering in some competitions, the the screenplay, and uh, the novel hasn't done as well as it can and it will. But uh, it's a positive message, and I notice I'm looking at all the other stuff because I'm from the media business, from the advertising business, and I walk down to the subway every morning and I see all the posters for the shows and mm-hmm. and for the movies, and it's people pointing guns at you and people yes, with bloody hands, and it's yeah. all about conspiracy and betrayal and darkness, and that is what that is what's selling now, and uh, and the media just pumps out its negativity. They pump the it out. But are we're the only country. In the world that operates on pure fear. I was taking a taxi ride from my house in Puerto Vallarta to the airport a while back. And on the way, this boy had driven me before, this taxi driver. He looked at me and he said, sir, can I ask you a question? I said, certainly. He says, what are the Americans, why are they so fearful? Who's gaining on them? Who's chasing them? He said, I was just in your country. And he said, I was appalled appalled at the amount of violence in your country. Appalled. Mexico has much less... You don't need to be afraid of going to Mexico. You need to be afraid of going to New York. (laughs) Or Phoenix. Or anywhere. Mm -hmm. No, we have far more violence. But we've become anesthetized. I just saw that the average child sees somewhere between 68 and and 85 murders a week on television. And the television makes it okay. It makes it okay. And and as long as we do this, my friend, the children see it. As long as we don't care about the inner cities, as long as we keep taking thousands of people and sticking them in prisons when we should be fixing them and putting them back in society (laughs) and and making taxes and all that, you know, make them productive, we're going to continue to breed a violent society. And when our children are going into schools and shooting our children, we are in serious trouble. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more, Hans. It's, it's it's a very sad state of affairs right now. There's a lot of good news, though. Um, yes, there is. And I tend uh, to look for that news. Mm-hmm. It seems to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, that there is an awakening. There's a lot of people, you know, a lot of them in middle age who are starting to, uh, you know, be uh, motivated or inspired to uh, re-examine uh, their way of life. You couldn't be more correct. Absolutely. I see and, them every day as clients. I see them every day when I'm, when I'm at, at, at my house in Mexico, and I see these American people going by. I talked to a gentleman the other day. Uh, he was 48, and he, he said uh, he, he knew who I was. And he, he said, Hans, I want you to know what I'm doing with my life. He said, my wife and I decided we weren't going to allow our children to see that violence anymore. I said, so what have you done? He said, well, we came down here. We sold our business. We came down here, opened a smaller business. 
He says, the kids just love it here. He says, we're having a wonderful time. And he said, we don't have that pressure and that stress and that terrible drive to become somebody, you know. And he said, it's a much better life. So the standard of living in the U.S. is declining, not increasing. Mm-hmm. Hans, uh, would, would it be okay? Is I had a couple of callers call in like, sure. right, they were so excited. Could I bring both of those on and then we'll continue our discussion Absolutely. because they've, course, they've been waiting. Of course. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to ask because I have them. I'm doing producing the show on my own tonight and it's Block Talk Radio, so it's a little hands-on. So there is a caller from the 201 area. I won't give the number out, but the caller from the 201 area, could you introduce yourself and tell me what you want to ask Hans, please? Hi. My name is Rose calling from New Hi, Rose. Jersey. Hi, Rose. I don't know what how, can, how can I help you? kind of questions do you require? I, just anything you want to ask. Well, I wanted, I'm single, Hans, and I want to know if Mr. Wonderful is coming my way. Um, well, the very first thing I'm going to ask you is a very strange question, and that question is, have you made a space available in your heart for one? Oh, yes. Okay, now to another question. Have you had a chance to look at the trust factor, the room that holds the trust factor in your heart? Yeah, that's a, that's a tricky question. I got you, um, honey. See, for all that you say, you can't ask for me, girl. I've been at this a long time. When you say, I'm ready for a relationship, that's what your mind is telling you. That's not what your heart is telling you. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I am. When I, I go really in, am. Okay, then you have to unlock the door to trust in your heart. Mm-hmm. That's what you're going to have to do. Now, to answer your question, yes, there is someone. But if you don't work on the trust issue, stop looking backwards over all your trust issues. Your tomorrow's about a new, entirely different subject. There's a person coming into your life that your heart recognizes. They recognize you as an old past life memory. And just uh, uh, you will be given an offer of commitment from someone you would wish to be committed to, but you prolong it. The spirit's all set to go. You prolong it by the lack of trust in your heart. And that you got to work on. Hmm. I would think that if I met somebody and I had the right feelings about them, I would not mistrust them. No, honey, you have to open the trust first. Okay. It and do you have it. a... I know it's hard to predict. The time time. frame is entirely dependent on whether or not you work on the trust factor. Mm. On my website, I have something, a product called You Are Enough. You should listen to it. What is it called? You Are Enough. You Are Enough. Yes. And And your website is? HansKing.com. Okay. HansKing.com. Yes, ma'am. Okay, Rose, does that help you out? Yeah, it's good to know someone's coming that's going to Yeah, but commit. you've got to do a little work, Rose. You can't sit back and wait for it to happen. And then no, you I've trust. been working so much. Now, that's why I'm telling you I was yeah. heartbroken completely. And it's been four years, and I'm ready now. It took me that long to heal. Then let that person go, because the trust okay. factor of that person is still in your heart. All right. Got it? Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Thanks so much, Rose. Bye. Take care. Okay, we have one more call, Hans, on here sure. waiting, who's been very kind, and thank you for that. And I, I want to, before we take that call, let's let's just talk about, you mentioned the, the trust factor in opening your heart. And I wrote down as part of my notes um, how people 
Because I found that of all the things in terms of working to better myself, opening up the heart, that is tough. And uh, I'm working tough. on it, and I think everybody's working on it. But how, how can people, you know, what's a, you know, a blocking and tackling way that people can kind of approach that opening your heart? Remember that 80% of everything you think about is produced by the mind, and it's not true. It's not mm-hmm. true. So this little gal that we just talked to, mm-hmm. although she says she she uh, has opened herself up to a relationship, it wasn't true. I believe, I said this on television a while back, but I believe the single greatest uh, destructive force in the universe is human mind chatter. Mm-hmm. It's only the mind chatter that tells us what we can't have. It's only the mind chatter tells us who we are and who we are not. It's only the mind chatter that defeats us in our joy and our dreams. Only our own mind chatter. So when you go to look at your heart, is it clean? Do you love yourself? Do you feel good about who you are? Are you enough for you? You can't wait for somebody to fix you. You already are the gift you're seeking, period. Mm -hmm. So when you look outside of you to find someone who's going to to be your other half, you're wasting time. There's no such thing. Got it. Because at the end of every radio show on Saturday, I say these words. And remember always, kids, that God does not love anyone else more in this world than you. Mm -hmm. Okay? Fantastic. Okay. That's, Go ahead. That's sort of what happens. All right. Okay. Uh, we've got one more caller on hold, so I want to get them on there if we can. From the 202 sure. area code, please introduce yourself and your question for Hans Christian King. Hi. Hi, good evening. Hi there. Hello. Uh, my name is Camilla. Thanks for taking my call, both of you. Thank you, Camilla. How can I help you? Um, I actually have the same question. I'm curious about... Um, love coming into my life and you feel that I'm ready. Camilla, are you? Are you asking me? I am, yes. Okay. Have you cleared a space in your heart for the relationship? Yes, I have. Have you cleared the trust mechanism in your heart? Yes. Okay. There's a little hesitation on that. You're... (laughs) I, I'm, I'm sorry, I want to believe you, but I think there's more in there than you think there is that's still there. Okay? I think mentally you're saying yes, but I think the, the truth of the matter is that you're a very old soul. So there, there's going to be some stuff in there from your history. However, however, I feel from what the Spirit is saying, you're not that far from the possibility of really a very interesting relationship that could lead you to a commitment. Do you know what you want? I do. (laughs) What do you want? What do you want, child? Okay, so what I'd like is a partner that I would like to be whole of myself first because I know it's not about filling each other up. I would like someone else who is whole, um, who's complimentary, that's Mm -hmm. a lover, a lover, someone who's spiritual, and someone who loves themselves and um, who's a good person. Good. How old are you now, baby? 34. Oh, my God. Or no, 35. 
You're just you're just a child. Okay. You'll be married before the age of thirty seven. Okay. Now have you had children? No. Well it's interesting because children are options for you this lifetime, not requirements. Do you want children? You know I vacillate, to be honest. Well, that's what I'm saying um, to you. That's why I'm yeah. saying that. Yeah, the relationship is more important to me. And but that, like but that is the truth this lifetime. You and a partner will have a very interesting relationship. A lot of dynamics to it, quite, quite terrific. Uh, however, uh, how I feel is is that children are sort of, mm-hmm, I'm not so certain, okay? Yeah, yeah. By the way, you've got a really, really, really long lifespan. I'm looking at 92 to 96. Oh, Well, stay mentally healthy and you'll be physically healthy, okay? True, true indeed. All right. Thank you for calling. Okay, thanks so much, caller. Take care now. Okay, thank you, Hans. Uh, uh, It's interesting that both callers uh, had the relationship question, and uh, one One of the the topics. It's the most asked question there is. Yeah, I can imagine. you one of the one of the topics we were going to touch on, and this is a perfect segue to it, is soulmates. So, could you mm. when people sometimes you know mistake love for soulmates, and maybe their mm-hmm. romantic love and a soulmate different things, and how do people differentiate, and what's more important at what time? Could you riff on sure. about that a little bit, Hans? Well, we have many different kinds of soulmates, and many people get confused with that. They think when we speak of soulmates, they automatically think of a lover relationship, but that's not true. Soulmates start with our parents, our siblings, uh, uh, people we meet in our life. Some people are soulmates. In other words, that we've met each other before, we've been around together before, and we've worked together before. Most people associate a soulmate as a lover. Now, the problem is, and where we get ourselves in huge uh, trouble, is there is a soulmate friend and a soulmate lover. Unfortunately for humanity, they tend to get the two of them confused because they look the same in the beginning. You have a strong attraction to an individual. Ah, that must be it. But oftentimes that's only a soulmate friend. And what happens is we might we take that soulmate friend and then try to force it into a soulmate relationship or the lover aspect. And then those people wind up in my office saying, why do I feel like I'm sleeping with my own brothers or sister? This is because it was a soulmate friend, not a soulmate lover. So I advise everyone that in the beginning of a relationship, keep it light. Get to know each other first before mm-hmm. you go to the next level. And what happens is a soulmate lover, when you have a destiny together, it just happens. It just flows. It just is. You don't have to work at it. You don't have to try too hard. It just shows up. And for a lot of people who have trouble in dating, don't worry about that. Spirit has a way of introducing you to the right person at the right time. But in in my 60-some years of service, what I have found is people confuse soulmate friends with soulmate lovers, and it causes so many divorce, children that aren't wanted. It horrible financial problems. Is that driven by uh, sexual attraction? Uh, because, yes. you know, 
it, it's driven by sexual attraction, but it's also driven by a need to perceive being loved. It seems like, Hans, in our society that, you know, where there's a lot of, quote-unquote, free love going around and, you know, sex has become compartmentalized. And I'm mm-hmm. I'm wondering, as I, as I get older, if, you know, it, it seems to me that you're exchanging uh, more than just bodily fluids, if you will, when you have sex with somebody. There's an energetic exchange, and you, you really have to be careful is. who you have sex with. Oh, absolutely. It can be very, very harmful to your well-being. How many times, I mean, have people come to me and said, I knew I shouldn't have sex with this person. I knew it, but I did it anyway, and I feel so terrible. I feel so awful. They've disappeared. I haven't even seen them again. And people don't follow their first impressions. Almost every girl I have ever read for whose marriage has failed said they knew it before they got married. Almost everyone. Mm-hmm. Oh, I knew he had flaws, but my mother said I could change him. No, you can't. <laughs> no, you can't. You can change the appearance of his behavior, but you can't change who he is. Nor is it your job to ever change anyone. So why did, you know, I, I agree with you a thousand percent. I always used to, in kind of my uh, rap with women, used to say, you know, every woman I've ever spoken to who's divorced, I, I always ask when I dated, when did you know you were going to get divorced? And every single one of them said, when I was walking down the aisle. That's correct. Always. And why do they? Why do the? Why do women? Because go because into these women, situations. Because women do not want to have other women see them with no one. They don't want society to see them with no one. Because there's there's a a, a thing in our society that says if you're alone, well, you must be a loser. Mm-hmm. With all the people looking for people, and you're alone. Well, what's the matter with you? That's why women, men have it a little easier because men can really go about a lot. Women can't. Women can't do that. And so uh, it's the old adage of looking for love in all the wrong places. Yeah, and it's interesting that uh, now uh, actually a lot of women can behave like guys and wear it as a mm-hmm. kind of a badge of honor. Like there's a one comedian, Amy Schumer, who says, you know, I'm 160 pounds, but I can catch a blank whenever I want, meaning yeah. a male, you know, sexual. And it's like a heroic thing that she's saying, but I, I, you know, n- not to be old fashioned or anything, but to me, that's a very dangerous that's pretty, place. That's pretty horrible. Be. Actually, that's pretty horrible. Is this what we've left our girls to? Is this what we've left our women to? that they have to lose who they are, cheapen themselves, cheapen their bodies in order for someone to make love to them. And that's a big misnomer. I wish people would stop saying make love because it isn't what it is. You make love when you're married or with a correct partner. The rest is just plain sex. But nobody wants to say sex. Nobody wants to say, oh, we made love. No, you didn't. You had sex. Cheapen yourself when you do that. And it's coming across, though, as a uh, as an empowering, like this is an empowerment. Mm-hmm. And I see it like you're not really empowered. You know, I don't want to sound like a chauvinist. And I, I'm trying to be guy's guy here. But I, I don't I don't know if that's empowering. You Sure, you can. But you know what? That's not a great achievement because most men will sleep with anybody. That's right. And nowadays, with as many different kinds of diseases as we have out there, please, 
this is terrible. Yeah. It, it's really terrible. All right. Is, uh, you know guys, what? I guys, do guys, think it'll get better. Probably not in my lifetime. But I do believe it'll get better eventually. I've learned a long time ago that everything in life that I have seen has a corresponding opposite. You know, like cycles and circles. Mm-hmm. Everything goes in cycles and circles. And I believe one day we'll begin to find some values again and maybe not have all this promiscuity and, and all of this. And it it's not it's just not good. What 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 are your uh what do your guides tell you, Hans, about uh, what is your sense over over time the this time in the world? Is this a very I, I keep reading where this is a very special time and a lot of things it's gonna be it a is lot of a attention. Very special time. You know, it and is why a very is that? special time. Because because of the media and the social media, we're given an opportunity now to reach more people with love and light and possibilities than we've ever been able to do in the in the history of this planet. Now, mm-hmm. whether we use it for good or bad, I believe it will wind up being used for good in the end. You know, one of the things we have to realize in, in life is that each individual, the value of each individual is so tremendous to spirit. So a gentleman, an African gentleman in Kenya is the brother of all men on earth. A lady in Seattle who's 65 is sister of all the women on earth. Mm-hmm. That's, that's true. So when you stop and you realize, oh, I have a choice. See, the greatest gift God ever gave us was free will. Free will. We can do whatever we want if we set our mind to it. But you have to believe it. That's Mm -hmm. the key. Most people don't believe they're special. How about the ones that think they're special that aren't? They're special, but not in the way that they think are special. Okay, because they're they're involved in their ego. Okay. That's How why do you know I the say difference? mind show. Oh, there's a big difference. Look at some mm-hmm. of the candidates that are running right now. You want to see some ego out there? Oh, it's amazing. Never in my lifetime have I ever seen anything like what's going on right now. It's all about money and hype. That's simple. Money and hype. And ego. Okay? Wow. But what what I've learned is that out of this, the light always shines, and you cannot shine the dark and the light. The light will always prevail, no matter what it looks like. Awesome. What's one thing that all of our listeners can do out there to uh, help them get more out of life, to get closer to the light, to get closer to raising their vibration and their frequency? What's one thing that everybody can do as a practice? The hardest thing that I have ever tried to do in my life is this one thing. In Dr. James Allen's little tiny handbook, As a Man Thinketh, second or third page, he said, it is important to remember that they themselves are makers of themselves. Everybody should read the book. When you realize Dr. James Allen, the British medium, It came out many years ago. But I dedicated my life to helping people understand that statement. It's the hardest thing I ever have done. No one wants to believe that what's coming out of their mind is returning them in action. 
but it's true. You know that. What you put out there, what your mind chatter is putting before you, is what is currently on the return to you. So it, it, it's, it's you letting go of your old perception of who you are, not letting your mind chatter tell you you're no good or you're worthless. It's your mind chatter says that I don't need any relationship. I want to love myself first. And then the relationship follows. Always. Always. Yeah, that's so true. Um, I was single for so long, uh, being, a you know, to me, an eligible guy. I was in advertising in New York City. I was single for a long time. I had relationships, but I made sure. I didn't make sure. It's just I didn't feel compelled to, to marry the women I was mm-hmm. with. There was something missing. And then, then at a certain point, I felt, well, I'm ready. And I think going back to your talking about is there a space in my heart and I had been through enough heartache that there was a space in my heart there wasn't any bitterness there was a space for me for someone and I I, Mm -hmm. my 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 relatives wouldn't even ask me at Thanksgiving or whatever uh you know when are you getting married I I was past that nobody even asked anymore and my brother has kids and blah 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 but they just kind of like ignored me because they figured that's that's just him I remember I told my mother one year, I said, you know what, I'm going to get married next year. And she goes, oh, yeah, how do you know? I said, I just know. And then, uh, sure enough, six months later, uh, my wife hit me up on Match.com. We went out once, and we've been together ever since. And we're parents of a of a two-and-a-half-year-old son. And uh, it, everything amazing? changed. Yeah. It was, I never expected to be married. Yeah, but yes. you knew it. That's yes. what I'm getting at. Yes. You knew it. And therefore, yes. in your knowing, you had allowed it to be. And your yes, wife yes. knew it. She may not know how she knew it, but she knew it. Because you have a contract with her and that child. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't, uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask a question on behalf of my wife, who's out with my okay. son right now. She, she wants to just <laughs> find out a little bit. We have such an interesting little boy. He's two months, two years and about four or five months. And he's, his name is Sky, and he's a really terrific kid. And we don't let him watch TV, and we spend Good. a lot of time doing, you know, puzzles and stuff with him. And he loves to read and all, and just, and he's got a mind of his own, and uh, oh, he always yeah. has. And I just, uh, is, can you tell me anything about him? Well, he's a very, very old soul. He's an old, wise one. There's a little bit of a philosopher running in and around inside of him. And uh, you guys have a contract uh, uh, to bring him forward and bring him upwards and into his life, he will never work for other people because he doesn't take dictation too well. Have you noticed that? That's true, yes. Okay. (laughs) And therefore, he will do his own thing, which will be absolutely wonderful. I feel that one day he'll be some kind of of a a healer uh, who somehow gets before the public, Not not a guru or anything like that, but someone who makes a difference in people's lives. He has a wonderful life. I'll Fantastic. tell you now, you'll tell your wife, I said, she'll never bury that child in her lifetime. Okay? Wow. Okay. 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 All right. Well, thank you very much. Um, this has been, I think, my favorite Guys Guys radio uh, show. I mean, I just, uh, just, you know, love your vibe, Hans. I love the work thank you're you doing. Thank you so much. And, and I know you're working on a book from what I was listening to another yeah. show. Could you tell us a little bit about that? And then, you know, well, social media, um, everybody I, can find you on your website, HansKing.com. But what's the book? Uh, okay. I was approached by Simon & Schuster, who said that they understood that I had a book, but I had never shopped the book, ever. And I had said to Spirit, when the book is to be published, they will come to me, and that's exactly what happened. 
I'm very proud of the book. It'll be out next November, and um, it'll be all the information about it will be up on the website, and I'll let everybody know. But it is a book of how to, how to move your life. I did a series called Stop Living, Stop Searching, and Start Living, and uh, for Nightingale Conant, and it's kind of taken a little bit from that. And of course, we've added a lot to it, but it speaks to everything about you and spirituality. Everything you need to know, everything you need to learn, the reasons, the whys, it's, it covers everything from birth to death. Sounds fantastic. When's it coming out? It'll be out in November of 16. It okay, takes a great. year. <laughs> okay, so. No, I know, yeah. I know. Uh, well, I hope we can get you back on uh, for to promote that, and also I hope you'll come back. Uh, sometime before then, because it's been just an honor to, Anytime to speak you with want. you. Just, All right. just talk talk to the folks that uh, set my calendar up for me. I'm sorry about today. Somehow I no, had no, it from no, eight no. to nine instead of seven to eight. No, no but, problem. And what what we do is, Hans, we we will edit that out because uh, a majority of the listeners actually listen to the show on their own on iTunes um, instead of live. So uh, oh, okay. it's great. So we clean the whole thing up, and it's going to be great. Good, but you were fantastic. Good, good. Thank and you for I'm very appreciative. Me. And thank you. You know, I was just so pleased that your office contacted me just at the right time. I feel blessed by that. So thanks. Well, when we do that, we try to remember that all the people who are in service, all things need to be serviced. So I'm happy to be on your show. God bless you. And I hope to be with you again one day. All right. Thanks so much, Hans. You're okay, welcome. folks. Bye-bye. Take care. That's our show. That was Hans Christian King. As I said, this has been one of my favorite, if not my favorite, Guys Guys radio show. It's the energy for me has been overwhelming by handling the broadcast, so it's, I haven't been as smooth as I usually am, but uh, it's been a pleasure. So I hope everybody uh, takes to heart a lot of the things that Hans said and really believe in themselves and not let the monkey chatter get in the way and you know, keep a, manage your, your media diet. Manage it because uh, there's a lot of uh, toxicity that's coming out of the TV and also uh, some radio shows and movies. Uh, So just be careful about that. And remember that uh, when men and women can be at their best, everybody wins. And better men, better world, that's what we're all about. And guys, guys, finish first.